0: All right. Hi, and welcome to today's episode of Katase's Song Unbound. My name is Helmut Wurman-Whitaker, and I am here with my wife, Kay, Kay Krell whitaker Hi, Kay.
1: Hi, Helmut. Hi, everybody.
0: Kay is the author of The Reluctant Shaman, Sacred Link, and Love Katase Style. She has studied, researched, practiced, and taught these ancient traditions of Katase for more than 40 years. I have lived, studied, researched, practiced, and taught with her for more than 20 years. So together we bring you about 60 years of experience with the teachings about song. Song is a poetic term used by our adopted Peruvian grandparents Tomano and Chia Hedega to describe the totality of our being, to describe who we really are. Learning about your song, your truth, knowing it, living it, being it again, is what this podcast is all about. Or, in the words of Chia and the Manahedekah, it can be said that on a path of life, one is always choosing between living in the pain of the blindness or in the joy of the song. If you choose blindness, you make a separation between you and all things all your relatives you react on the world in discord the world is the other and you feel driven to control it when you choose to dance with song you interlace with the world you are intimate like lovers and you make harmony with all the other parts in this podcast our purpose and goal is to guide you to become a lover of your song your truth and inevitably a lover of life, so that you will bring harmony, passion, love, joy, beauty, and happiness to your life, to the people you love, and to the world. To send us questions which you would like for us to talk about on this podcast, please go to katase.com forward slash songunbound. And of course, you can always get in touch with us by sending an email to song at com, And in today's episode, we bring you a bone throwing ceremony about song. If you haven't heard about bone throwing, it's the most ancient form of divination or talking with the spirits known, according to case adopted Peruvian grandmother and teacher, Chia Herica. Enjoy! Hello and welcome everybody we are here with Kay Kay Codell-Whittaker, most of you on the call know but for those of you listening to the recording later on Kay is the author of The Reluctant Shaman and Sacred Link and she has studied uh, for more than 13 years with two Peruvian shamans Tamana and Chia Heteka and in the course of those studies Chia also taught her the throwing of the bones she has practiced this form of divination for more than 20 years today she's going to do a bone throw for us on song and the questions that we asked of the bone spirits were what is song and why is it so important to our lives to our health our happiness our relationships and why is it so vitally important for our future for the future of humanity for the future of all life on earth and what does it mean to know song for us personally the people we love and for the future of mother earth and all who live on her so welcome Kay. it's all yours and thank you
1: the spirits love to talk about song this is about one of their most favorite subjects they have an awful lot to say here and we'll start out um in the usual way that they provide information they present it out there's a long, skinny pointer here up on, on the ground on the figure, and that's where the conversation begins. It creates an energy line that comes off the end in both directions and is headed in uh, this direction. It's one way, headed this way. So everything that's on that line becomes very significant. And it this particular... First pointer is talking about uh, the attention of uh, humanity in general and where it's at and what it's doing, um, why it's there, what, what all of that really means. So here the energy line is starting over on the right side. Everything that is on this side here which corresponds to my right side, that's the right side. Everything that would be over here corresponds to my left, that's the left side. So the line starts way out on the right side and it goes through this little piece here that's close to the right hand and the right foot and moves up through the arm through the torso straight through the heart area onto the left shoulder and then moves on out past uh, the left ear and the left hand, just out. So what this means, starting way over here on the right side, everything that's on the right is very linear. It has to do with uh, 3D time-space our everyday, usual, world consciousness way of thinking, way of being. And here we're running into two different energies. The line comes right here, and there's a piece on either side. The one closest, the first one, that's the coyote. The coyote is the trickster. The trickster is the one that uh is always uh putting a snag in the works, always throwing throwing things in the way in the path, tricking us, and it's describing where we have our attention, where we have uh, our mind, our way of thinking, we're trying to get along in our everyday life in the everyday world in this l- linear Patterns, Linear way of doing things. And we have lots and lots of influence from, from our culture, from, from modern society. Lots of programming, lots of influence. And this coyote energy just takes that influence and throws it in our way, throws it in our path right from the very start. On the other side here is the snake. The snake represents life energy and our attention. It represents both because your life energy always follows your attention. Wherever your attention is aimed, that's where the life energy goes. Here, it's in a really strong position. It's on the right ankle. It's right side up. It's connected to this energy line. Anything that's on the foot and the ankle and the leg, this is describing how we walk and how we hold ourselves up, how we, how we build a foundation uh, of our lives, a uh, foundation of our, our way of thinking and being and doing as an individual, as small groups, and as society as a whole. So the spirits are, are giving us a comparison We have this option, we have this capacity for being able to control our attention, to choose at will uh, as individuals and as groups what we want to do, where we want to go, how we want to do it, how we want to build ourselves and our lives and the world. We have the choice. That's, That's the way of song. To have the choice, to use the choice, That is a song activity. That's what song is. It's being able to have the choice from one minute to the next. When we don't have song, we throw away our choice. We give it up. And that's coyote. That's being um, connected to society's programming, giving in, being addicted to it, not caring, giving away our attention giving away our ability to choose, and letting someone or something else choose for us. That's what the coyote is talking about here. So as we move up the line, here we see the same kind of comparison again. This one has to do with information and education. This is the deer. And deer is, is right there on the edge of the right hand, kind of between the right arm and the right hand. And it represents collecting information in all kinds of ways, different types of information, and utilizing it, learning from it, doing something with it. Here, the, the deer is, is upside down. It's compromised. And we're, we're not learning what we have the, the capacity to learn. We are choosing to just suck up whatever is thrown at us by society. And we were talking about the comparison that the spirits are making all the way through this bone throw, uh, just all over the ground, there's all these little spots where the spirits are comparing the being asleep way, the the way of um, our our modern culture, to to be sucked up into that that cultural fog and not be thinking for yourself or feeling for yourself, or the song way. This is their. Um, Their way of trying to describe to you the complexity of what song is, what it means, what it can do for you, your family, your whole world. And here we go. Um, Recap just a little bit, the beginning of this energy line. We had the coyote and we had the snake. Coyote is the trickster and the snake is your attention, your life energy and your ability to focus and choose so we, we start right off here at the beginning of this description. We have, we have this choice to make in life. We've been choosing the asleep way. That's, that's what our culture has been about. That's what the name of the, the game is here in this sandbox called Earth. that We've all come to play in, and pretty much all of us have chosen to be asleep for at least part of this lifetime. And that asleepness, that, that cultural fog, uh, it means that we're giving away our attention and our power and uh, our ability, our right, to choose what we want, what we want to think, what we want to feel, what we want to do uh, from one minute to the next. So Coyote keeps throwing, throwing the garbage back in our path, keeps trying to uh, corral us back into um, all of those old cultural asleep behaviors. And a lot of us very often buy into it. It's easy. We're very addicted to it. It's what we've always known. So we get hooked pretty fast, pretty easy. So as we follow this energy line up, we come to the deer. A deer represents uh, uh, collecting information and data, learning, education, And here it's compromised. When we are asleep, we're taking in the information that is given to us. All of these blind beliefs, all of these uh, ideas and these concepts about what the world is, what's real, who we are, what we're supposed to do, all this stuff. And they compare it on the other side of the line to... To this group here, this one is right on the the torso. It's in the the third chakra area, getting close to the heart um, area, heart line. And this one is about communicating with the spirits. This is not just talking at the spirits. It's with. This is a two-way conversation. This piece represents our ability to be able to communicate with, in a two-way conversation, all of the different spirit nations, to be able to express ourselves to them, and to understand what they are saying back to us. They have an awful lot to give, a lot to share. They want to help. They're very concerned about us. They care about us deeply, they care about our planet. We're sharing the planet with them. And they want to do everything they can to help us make this change and this this waking up, this being in song, finding out what all that is, what what it means. So sitting next to it here is the spiritual teachings and female energy. So they have all kinds of, of female, nonlinear spiritual information and teachings from themselves from the ages all about whatever you want to know about the universe and they're willing to to give it to us to share it so we have this this choice again we can choose clarity real reality real information real knowingness being able to Acquire this knowingness from actual experience instead of just blind belief. Here on the other side over here, here's the the learning from from blind belief, and it's accentuated again as we go up the line on that side. Here's the dog nations laying on the side uh, talking about blind beliefs. We have been taught in our culture to just Blindly believe anything and everything that is given to us, thrown at us, shoved down our throats, and not question any of it. We've been doing it for eons and eons and eons. That and keeps us asleep. It keeps us in the program, in the loop. It keeps us very controllable. Over here, we have this option we have the song option. We can live with this clarity. We can be able to communicate with all the different beings that we share the world with. The trees, the animals, the plants, rocks, the soil, the waters, the winds, all the unseens, the ancestors. Lots and lots and lots of intelligent beings who want to participate in our lives. And they love to have us be consciously aware of it, and be able to consciously choose and interact and learn with them, from them, share with them. So that, that is the song option there. Now, as we follow the line up, it goes straight through the heart. And where it's crossing the heart, we have all three energy lines crossing at the same spot, the middle of the heart. The second energy line is defined by this long skinny pointer. It's a little bit shorter than the first one. So it's the second energy line. And it has energy coming off this way. It has energy coming off, pointing down in the other direction. It's right in the middle of the torso. It's going a little bit vertical, just a little bit off of the vertical. And perpendicular to line one. Crossing in the middle of the heart line three is governed by this little tiny skinny long bone. That's the third pointer and it's creating an energy line that moves um, at an angle to the first one and an angle to the second one crosses right there at the center of the heart space. All three of them just making a, a perfect X in the heart. And it comes way down over to the, um, the lower left. And it's pointing up, going up through the right side, up into the right ear, and out. So continuing on that first energy line, on the crossing here, where the, all three of them are crossing, there's a big black piece, it's a curled black piece there, that's sitting on the heart space and going over the three lines, and that is represented by the Egyptian cat goddess Bost. She represents creativity, pure, pure creativity, being able to utilize, access both the left side and the right side, both the non-linear and the linear parts of our own being and our own mind together at the same time, utilizing the two together. It means being able to access everything that is available in that nonlinear. The nonlinear part of our being is, is where we are connected to everything else in the universe. Every piece of information, Every entity, every atom, every star, everything. Everything from, from way in, in history into the past, into the future, you name it. We are connected to all of it. And she represents our ability to turn our attention, to get that clarity of attention and awareness, purposefully turn it turn it into the non-linear and aim it very specifically, and whatever it is, you want to go and explore and experience and learn. In the nonlinear, we learn in a very uh, experiential way. It's not, it's not like the linear way of learning where we memorize things, and it comes from pure experience, and it's multidimensional. That's what she represents. So we have that as our gift. This is who and what we are. This is um, this is what it means to be human. We have these capacities. This is what our song is. Our song is our heart, our center, and everything else that radiates out from it. It is the totality of who and what we are. And it is how we connect to everything else in the universe. This is what song is. This giant, giant, ancient thing that we are with all the gifts and all the history. And it's our connection to everything else. In the the Hedekah's tradition... The way the spirits talk about it is we are connected to everything else. Everyone, every being, everything else in the universe. We are not melded together in some sort of uh, obscure uh, intellectual oneness where all individuality disappears. They, They don't see that as, as real at all. They see that as a fantasy. What they describe as real and what they give you the experience of is this exploration of your individuality, your independence, individuality, uniqueness, this gigantic thing that is just you, your song, your, your antiquity. At how it connects to everything else and this experience of connecting with everything else. There's an enormous amount of interaction and learning and joy and beauty in the sharing. When we go to connect with something else consciously and purposefully, we're sharing ourselves with this other. It's indescribably magnificent and huge. The amounts of of energies and information and truth, experience that is given in both directions, is incalculable. And we have this opportunity that we can do this whenever we want. We can connect and share song to song, truth to truth, with anything anybody, anywhere, anytime. That's what we are. That's what song is. When we're asleep, when we're in the middle of the programming from society, we close the door. We don't allow it. We close it. We pretend it doesn't exist at all. And we move down this energy line. In the left shoulder is the forbidden fruit and we are in pursuit of the forbidden fruit. Society forbids the knowing of song and, and the exploring of it, the feeling, exploring our creativity and our uniqueness and our connectedness. That's the forbidden fruit, is to, to go hunt it down and to feel it to experience it. And to just continue in that exploration for the rest of your life. Our individual songs are so big and so vast that you can explore it every day for the rest of your life and you aren't going to come to the end. There's still more. So this is where we're headed. This is what we're, we're doing as individuals and this is where we are headed as groups. And, and all of humanity. The spirits, the Hedekas talked over and over and over again about how humanity on the spirit level has made this choice to wake up, to explore this song potential and the forbidden fruits. And that's where we're headed. Right now it's a little bit elusive, but it's there. It takes lots of effort and purposefully going back to song over and over and over, moving your attention back into your own sense of self, your own sense of aliveness and all those explorations purposefully moving your attention. Our attention is our song. It's the truth of what we are and who we are. It's the focal point where we can direct what we're going to be perceiving and experiencing, we choose to direct it. That's what our attention is. It's at the driver's seat of our song. Now I go to the second energy line. That's this one here. The second longest. It's perpendicular to the first one. It's it's a kind of vertical down the middle of the torso. A tiny bit of an angle. It creates a line that comes off on the right side up here by the right eye. It's a piece up there that starts that line, and it continues off going down into the lower head and all the way down. There's a piece way down here. This is where it ends, um, on the left side, off the bottom of the head down there. This one out here that starts that line, that's the frog and we are um, of a frog nature. The frog nature is, is pure heart energy. The story of a frog is that she sings and brings the rain, but she never sings in order to bring the rain because it wouldn't work, it wouldn't happen. That would be prostitution. What she does is she's just minding her own business and she's living in her little pond with all her little friends and life is just so beautiful. She's just so much in her song and just loving herself and loving life and all the little things that everybody's doing is just so exquisite. She just has all this passion that just wells up and she can't help herself. She has to express it. So our way of expressing it is to sing. And the side effect of the song, singing that song, is that it it makes the water cycles happen and continue. It makes the rain fall. The water evaporates, goes in the sky, makes clouds, rain falls, goes down into the ground, down in the rivers, it evaporates, makes clouds. The cycle of water on the planet Cycle of water. And she affects it indirectly. What she's doing, she's being true to her song and herself and her passion. She's loving life, she's loving her aliveness, and she's following her passion. And when she does that, she just gets so full of of all this love and excitement, excitement for being alive, that she just sings it out. And that side effects keeps the cycles going. So here, over here, on the right side, up near the, the right eye, we're, we're hunting, we're seeking, we're looking. We're looking for something that will connect us, something that will help us find our passion and, and be able to uh, hold on to that. And keep going with it. We follow the energy down. The next thing in the line is spider, and this is um, the part of the spider medicine that uh, is a, a kind of web, where the spider catches its prey, and it wraps it up in the silk, and so it's like in a, a mummy and a, all strapped up in an all-strapped-up little cocoon, and wrapping it up in the silk, kind of like a mummy. And before it does that, it it shoots up its prey with some venom. Venom doesn't kill it, it just intoxicates it. It's like a very, very strong opiate. And so the bug just really doesn't care anymore. It, does, it goes all limp, it doesn't struggle, it doesn't fight, it's still alive. So the spider wraps it up and hangs it up for later this is you know lunch tomorrow this piece represents how we behave what we do to ourselves when we are in that asleep mentality and when we engage all of that programming all the masks we're literally shooting ourselves up and wrapping ourselves up in all of that silk like a mummy and shoving ourselves into the back of the bus where we just uh, don't care. We don't want to have to do anything. We don't want to have to take any responsibility. And we're very happy to turn everything over to the programming, to the masks, and let them make all the decisions. Decide what we're going to think, what we're going to feel, what we're going to do next, what we're going to believe. Everything. Numbed out, fogged out, not engaged with ourselves, not engaged with the real world, not seeing anything for what it really is, including ourselves. When we follow the energy line down, we get to the crossroads again where the three lines are connecting and we have the boss, the piece of creativity is sitting there on the heart and it's talking about it Again, every time we have these crossroads, every time the energy lines intersect, it's emphasizing that place and what's on it. So here it's emphasizing again, we have this opportunity to be awake, to be heart-centered, to be full of of love and caring and non-judgment. We follow the energy line down. And kind of curled into the, the hook here is Mother Earth. We're, we're very, very much connected to our Mother Earth. We, we live together uh, on her, on this planet, with all the spirits, with all the different living species. It's an entire system that is dependent on all of its parts and pieces and how they run together, how they work together. It's dependent, the survival of Mother Earth is dependent on us, on our heart, on our song, on the creativity, on our aliveness, on our focusing and choosing what we're going to do, where we're going to go, how we're going to do it, what kind of actions we're going to take Concerning Mother Earth and our environment, how are we going to clean up all of our toxic messes? Are we going to continue to make more? What are we going to do with it? How are we going to deal with our energy issues? Are we going to try to continue with just the same forms of technology that uh, pollute, that cost uh, unbelievable amounts of resources, from all over the planet, what we do with our part uh, with, with Mother Earth and our choices is gonna make a very big difference as to whether or not there's gonna be much Mother Earth left for us to be on. If we're gonna kill ourselves off, kill all the species off so that we can't live here anymore, we still have that option. We're not out of the woods there. We still can choose to do that, to just annihilate ourselves and a whole lot of other species with us. Or we can choose song. We can choose heart-centeredness. We can choose a way of life and living that when we make choices about things, it's not at the expense of something or someone else. Right now, with our asleep culture, most of the decisions that we're making are at the expense of something or someone else that has to change if we're going to survive if we're going to continue that has to change and this is extremely central here it's accentuated over and over and over and this piece is right there in the very 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 center of the torso critical issues for ourselves individually, as groups, and as an entire species, as well as all the species on our planet, we are at a place where what we decide is going to make the difference for all of them and all of us. We need to be very careful about what we decide. The spirits here are saying, Decide with song come from your song to make the decision. It's like a a star coming out of of the heart space. Make your decisions based on the heart. We come down, we follow the energy line. And here we have the vulture is on one side. She's turned up. Um, She's in the position of judgment. Judgment, condemnation. And leaning on her over here is the little bird, which is all about lightness, fun, joy, happiness, humor, play. So we have, we have this uh, example again of these opposites. In our, our culture, our modern civilization, the programming has taught us how to judge and condemn and throw dark black energy at anything, anybody, everybody, no matter what it is. We, we learned how to think in, in that dynamic. If you stop and look at your thoughts, you'll see that a very, very large number of your thoughts, the emotions that go with them, have a condemning quality. There's a judging and condemning quality there. Whenever we're doing that, we're not in our song. We're not coming from our heart. We're not coming from love or clarity. We're running on automatic pilot with the the programming and the masks. We're doing what the masks have told us to do and what society has programmed us to do for centuries and centuries, and that's to condemn we lose all of our fun and our play and our lightness, the passion and the joy. So we have that choice again. We can go with the condemning or we can go with lightness and fun and play. Just because you're you're having fun and you're enjoying what you're doing and where you're at and how you're doing it doesn't mean you're being irresponsible. doesn't mean you're not getting uh, proper things done. It just means... You're having fun doing it. You're enjoying it. And that's what song's all about. Enjoying what you're doing in the moment, no matter what it is. Finding that aliveness there and the beauty of that and the beautiful feeling that that provides. That's what song's all about. We follow the the line down and there's two pieces here on either side. One is the turtle and one is our, our modern society. We can choose what's inside our turtle house so that wherever we go and however we go about getting there, we're, we're living in song. We, we can choose that. Or we can choose being asleep, being programmed, having society's dictates and old bad habits just shoved right down our throat. And just living by it, living by it, living by it in that numbed out, sleeped out state. We follow the line. It comes down and there's pieces on either side. Down here, um, don't know how well you can see it on the picture, but we're down in the lower face. We're near the eye and the ear. And this is uh, material things. This one on this side is spiritual things. When we go with with, uh, society's programmings, material things are the most important. Material gain, gaining something material at the expense of, of something someone else. On the spiritual side, that means coming from your heart and choosing to stand from your heart, to walk from your heart. Walking with everything that you're connected with, and caring, caring about yourself, about your family, about your social group, about humanity, about all the other species. Realizing that you are connected, feeling the connectedness, exploring the connections, and making choices that are good for everybody, not just you. Here we have that comparison. Song choices, society's programming choices choices. come all the way down to the piece that's way down here it's on this this line that is uh, the bottom defining area of the lower head this piece is fear when something is down here in this bottom lineup area it's governing everything We've been governed by fear. We've been asleep, we've been programmed by society, we've we've accepted all of their dictates and their beliefs blindly, and they're all held in place by fear. Fear, fear, fear. Damana used to talk about fear as being this great big pretend thing. We decided as a as a species that we would uh, put this in, in our sandbox, this is part of our explorations of coming here to be human on earth at this time. With all this fear in place, we decided that we would blow this thing up, this, this big fear, fear, fear thing, like a, a giant deity, a big monster. And we decided we'd make it the most powerful deity on the planet, and that we would do Everything that it said, whatever it said. Whatever it wants, it gets. And this is the glue. Fear is the glue that holds the asleepness together. So Damala talked about this, this giant, blown-up, exaggerated deity uh, that we bow down to, do anything that it says. He says... All it is is just this great, big, blown-up Macy's Parade balloon. It's just a big thought form full of hot air and has no real reality at all. It's all pretend. It's all make-believe. So if you just approach it with that pin, pop it, it's just going to shrivel up and disappear into nothing. And you can just step forward and go about what you wanted to do. Once you do this and you step forward and take the action you wanted to take anyway, that fear never has the grip that it used to. It loses a big piece of its juice. The next time it comes up, it's a much smaller Macy's Parade balloon and very easy to pop and move out of the way. And pretty soon, there isn't any left at all. Totally gone. Not part of your life. Not real for you Anymore at all. If we're going to walk with song as individuals, if we're going to uh, live by song as a family, as groups, as as humanity as a whole, we have to pop the fear balloon. We have to get it out of existence, out of our consciousness, out of our lives. Now the next line, line number three, there's a little guy over here on the right side and kind of at an angle to the other two crossing through the heart. And its line comes back over here to the uh, left hand. And in the left hand, there's a couple of pieces. This, this is our, our, our heritage from our ancestors. And it's, it's right there on the edge of the left hand. Something that you have in the hand is like a tool. It's um, something you have finesse with. You you have a dexterity, and ability. It's useful. And we're taking all of this programming, all of our blind belief education from our ancestors and all of the old garbage that goes with it on unresolved emotional issues and we're using that like some kind of a tool in life, as some kind of a, uh, a guidepost, a way to get around uh, the world, a base from which to make decisions. And all it is, is a whole bunch of old, failed ideas, old history that went bad and wrong and sour, and we're hanging on to it and we're dragging it around. As we follow the energy line, the next piece over, this is lots and lots of, uh, of, of good energy. We have this, this comparison again of living with, with beautiful, good song energy as our strength and our guide, or living with all the old, unresolved, failed trash from our history as our guide. We follow the energy line a little farther, and here's the, the fish and the ant nation. And over here is, is a very um, treacherous kind of an energy. And the fish is what we're, we're relating to and how we're relating. And we've, we've pulled that right into our, our cells. We're trying to, to pull that energy into the heart level here. We have really good things that we are working with on a regular basis. Good thoughts, hard energy thoughts, spiritual thoughts, and then all this junk, garbage, which is really quite treacherous, that has come from our society, come from outside ourselves, and we've internalized it. We've pulled it inside, and we we use it uh, as a basis from which to think and to feel and to have, um, how to make our decisions. So here the spirits are showing us again a comparison. We can relate deeply at, at heart level, at, at the third chakra, the working in the world level, to things that are beautiful, that benefit us, benefit everybody else at the same time that builds strength in ourselves, in our families, in our world, in humanity. Or we can work with the energies that have been tearing everything apart. We can let the beautiful energies in ourselves, or we can let the nasty energies inside ourselves. It's choice. They talk over and over and over again. First words here, choice. Then we... One after the other. We have this kind of choice and that kind of choice, that kind of choice. It all boils down to choosing song or choosing the automatic programming, being asleep. And the spirits here are trying to describe the two of those things. Trying to get a very clear description of both song and asleepness. If you want to uh, get somebody to be able to choose, choose one or the other, they really need a good definition of both. They need to see what both sides of the fence are, are all about. Otherwise, uh, what are you choosing? You don't really know. So here they are describing again this choice and the choice of where we put our attention, how we're choosing, how we are utilizing that gift of choice. As we move down this third energy line, we come to, uh, again, the being wrapped up, caught by the spider, and all drugged up and bound up, or over here, we can choose to think for ourselves. If we go down the line, this next piece here, this uh, that is the corn mother, she's right side up, She's on that third energy line, and she's right there at the ear on on the right side, the right ear. The right side is the linear, 3D, time-space, everyday world side. What she is all about is abundance, any kind of abundance. We have the ability to attract to us the rivers of abundance in the universe. So if you want an abundance of friends, that's one kind of river of abundance. you want uh, abundance of knowledge, there's another river. Abundance of money, there's another river. Abundance of song. Abundance of knowledge. There's some more uh, of the rivers of the universe. And she represents all of them. As humans, we have the ability to attract whatever we want. Any of those yeah uh, not just one, but whatever we want, and as many as we want. we can bring into our lives. If we follow the energy line down to the end, there's this little piece out here by the right ear kind of off. That one is magic. that's uh, represented by the Egyptian goddess Sasheda and she represents magic because uh, what is truly physics for her. It uh, looks like magic to us. She thinks something, and it can manifest. it can appear right now. We humans get it, uh, all of our garbage in the way. We think something and then we think something else, and we throw more little doubt and the fear and the what ifs and the, we can't make up our mind about things, and our mind wanders, and pretty soon it's on the unpaid bill and the laundry. and we, we can't stay focused. So we think of something that we want to manifest and it doesn't manifest very well because we're too scattered. We've taken our attention and we've scattered it. We've just thrown it uh, to the winds. Sashetta is a goddess and she doesn't have all those problems of uh, the, our society's uh, blind beliefs or the fear, or the doubts, or the, or all of s- the social dictates and the masks. She's God. She's free of it. So all she has to do is think it. She makes a picture in her mind and with her emotions, and and it gets fuller and fuller of detail and clearer and clearer. And when she likes it, she just sends it out into the world with lots of life energy, and poof, there it is. We have this capacity. This is part of what we are. This is what our song is all about. We have this capacity. We've just been wasting it. Here, the spirits are pointing it out. We can have whatever abundance we want. We can have the magic and the manifesting. We can live by song. We can live by our heart, by love, where we as individuals gain, but never at the expense of others. We can choose that. It's something that is an option for us. In general, humanity has decided they want to try to move in that direction. How long it takes us to do it, how well we are able to do that, is up to us. How difficult that journey is, that's up to us. Over here, near the right hand, here is the plume serpent, right side up. And the plume serpent talks about uh, something that you might call destiny. It's something that we've set up ahead of time for ourselves that we're going to run into sooner or later in our lives. And here's the here now timeline, right? horizontal through the middle of the picture. It's right on that fold. It goes through the middle of the torso. And just up a little bit from that, There she is ringing her alarm clock, the plume serpent. What that talks about is these are things that we've decided to do. These are things as individuals that we wanted to do. We wanted to experience. We wanted to learn about it. We wanted to try to accomplish this as little groups, as families, as social groups. We wanted to try to do this. And as humanity, as a whole, we're in that direction. We want to try to accomplish this waking up. Plume Serpent describes the waking up completely, living an an entire life, having whole societies, whole cultures based on being awake and being in song and exploring everything that song is about and that song has to offer. We're following the alarm clock. It's gone off. It's ringing. And we're wondering what to do and how to go about doing it. So the spirits are saying, this is what you do. Find your song. Find your song. Explore it. Feel it. Go back to it. Do the song ceremony. And do it over and over and over and over until all the programming is unplugged the fear's gone, the judgments are gone, the anger is gone, all the different little frustrations, all that blind belief is gone. It's doable. It's doable in your lifetime right here. Another important piece in the very center here in the torso, right on the here. Now timeline is death. It's sitting next to the jaguar here. She's also laying on that horizontal timeline here now line they're laying right here with freedom true freedom is being free of all of the masks and all the programming and all that horror and junk that goes with with all of that to be able to live in your song with the beauty and the joy the love and the excitement the curiosity and the play and laughter the fun all the things that go with song The jaguar is upside down here. Currently, what we've done, we've given all our power away. We've taken our attention and we've just tossed it to the wind. We've accepted the blind beliefs. We've gave the power away. Now we have to choose to take it back. Death is the doorway. This is the opportunity. The open door. The opportunity to a very different way of life. A very different existence, very different world. Right now, it's not in a a totally awake place. The door is sort of cracked open. You can open it all the way and step through. And all you have to do is just choose. Choose to let go of all the old garbage. Let go of your addiction. Addiction to all the old garbage. Here's the addiction piece right here. It's on the right foot. Something that's on the foot is describing how you walk, how you hold your house up, how you go about doing things every day, how you breathe. When we're asleep, when we're involved with all of uh, society's dictates and problems and and all of the little things that go with it, we're addicted to that. It's a very vicious cycle, and here it's describing it. The piece next to it is how we know our song, how how we feel it, how we go about being able to access it, and turn our attention, and make that choice, and wake up and stay awake when we choose to and we want to. They're both on the foot next to each other. We could choose either one, and right now, We're in that process. Sometimes we choose song, and sometimes we choose the addiction. Sometimes we get back the heart-centeredness, and and we make that choice to get back into song, and then we uh, get bit by the addiction again and slip back. It's all about the choice we can choose. And that pretty much covers all the different things that the bones are saying here about song
0: wow thank you kate and thank you spirits you're welcome and that's it for this episode of song unbound thank you so much for listening if you haven't yet make sure you subscribe to song unbound on itunes and stitcher so that you get new episodes delivered as soon as they are released and while there, please rate Song Unbound and post feedback on the sites. Plus, you can post questions there, and we'll put them in the lineup for upcoming shows. You can also send us questions you'd like us to talk about and share from the perspective of Katase and Song to song at katase.com. And last, you can take our survey with a chance to receive a free bone-throwing ceremony. The link to the survey is katasi.com forward slash unbound. Thank you again for listening. Until next time, live happy, live your truth, live your song. All our love. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.